This episode of the Rock and a Hard Place podcast brought to you by Tweaked Audio at tweakedaudio.com. Use the code HARDPLACE when you check out and get 33% off of your order. They make great stocking stuffers. That's tweakedaudio.com. This is the Rock and a Hard Place podcast. I sit this one out, Pat. I don't see how I can. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. There's only one god, man. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't dress like that. You don't know the power of the dark side. Let's not stand on ceremony here. Hello, everybody. I am Chris Cooner. He is Paul Gibson, and we are the hosts of the Rock and a Hard Place podcast. Hello, my friend. How you doing? I'm doing just simply dandy. How about you, my good buddy? Oh, my goodness. I am doing swell. Thank you for asking so much. And tell me, what is it that is new in your life lately? Uh, I got a job. <laughs> yeah. The one that pays money. It's That's kind right. of a weird thing for me, really. It hasn't happened in a long time. It's been so, a while. Yeah. yeah, and it's I'm not I don't have to scrub any toilets. I don't have to clean up, <laughs> you know, sawdust and oil off of a garage floor. It's a plus. Yes. On the other hand, I am a radio board op now. So, you know, that's that I don't it's it's cool. It's cool. So yes, and in case you're wondering, I am now a uh, employee of ninety four the fish here in Nashville, Tennessee, which means that I get to do all sorts of fun stuff like uh, watch the studio, make sure nothing blows up. I'm going to be doing some voice tracking on the Southern Gospel Station, mm. which uh, is owned by the same company, and uh, doing some promotion stuff. So I'll be out and about on the street with the, you know, with the station vehicle, saying hi to people, shaking hands, kissing babies, all that good stuff. And nice. I've already been in a parade. So woo-hoo. wow, I'm pretty sure I was on the news, but nobody recorded it. So <laughs> yeah, thanks, fam. Appreciate you backing me up there. Yeah, they tried. They tried. Somehow it started and then stopped like about 10 seconds later. So I was like, oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Well, so um, board op and then voice tracking on the gospel station. That that seems kind of um, not you. A stretch? Yes. Well, I'm surprised. Thank you for listening to Singing News Network. That was the Bill Gaither Trio. Thank you for listening. It seems weird to me that uh, that in the year 2015, they still have gospel. Well, no, no, that doesn't surprise me at all. But that stations are still using board ops. Well, but see, what you have to understand about the fish is they have they're one of those ones kind of like Way FM that they have like stations all over the country and they're all based out of the one in Nashville. So if anything goes wrong in the one in Nashville, everybody goes dark. Gotcha. So, so I'm technically keeping an eye on the fish, the singing news network, which is the gospel station. They also have a conservative talk radio format, keeping an eye on that. And then also keeping an eye to make sure that the satellite that's pushing everything else out everywhere else is also doing well. Okay. So it's kind of crazy. I mean, it, it's, it, it, you can't think about it quite too much because it starts to get to you just a little bit. So, yeah. you know, it's like if something breaks, then I'm just supposed to call somebody. That's it. Yeah. And uh, it kind of freaked me out because something broke while I was training. <laughs> And I looked at the dude, I'm like, how often does that happen? Because you didn't even look like you quite knew what was going on there for a minute. Right. You know, which was fine. He goes, really? That's the first time in the last (laughs) calendar year that's happened. Oh, okay. So basically, it's probably never going to happen to me. He goes, well, you know, probably not. But 
you know, so it's, it is what it is, but Hey, you know, the good thing is, is I can bring my laptop with me. I can work on other stuff. Um, you know, as we discussed, I'm going to be up like from Saturday, from, from the, the nighttime Saturday of midnight to the 6am of Sunday morning, all just kind of keeping an eye on things. So yeah. as long as I stay awake, I'll be just fine. Totally. So it's all good. My first, it's uh, weird, though, their studios overlook one of the runways to the Nashville airport. Oh, wow. That's yeah, it's crazy. Kind of cool, actually. Yeah. So I haven't seen any planes come in. Maybe it's not a, a frequently used runway. Yeah, it could be a backup runway or something. Yeah. Wow. But it's weird because they have their studio is like an entire room that's built in from the wall. Because okay. the, the, the walls are glass. It's in like an office building. So you're in a room within a room. Okay. Which is kind of weird. Well, that's all but part of the noise sense. isolation stuff, I bet. Yeah, but here's the irony. You can hear people talking in the hall, but you can't hear the planes land. <laughs> That's very odd. Yeah, their morning show host told me that little factoid. I'm like, oh. Nice. So you need to write that into your next contract. Be like, we want a thicker door. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you look at the morning host and say, you do realize I'm gunning for your job? No, because he's probably the reason why I got the job. Oh, so, you know, okay. that would be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah. That would be a bad thing. Oh, my. Yeah. So my first foray into radio was actually doing a board op for local station here in Santa Rosa. And mm-hmm. so I totally get, but they were only a local station. And at the time we were, um, we were still playing CDs. So oh, you, uh, you had to have someone there to be able to, to actually play <laughs> the music. No DJ, no music. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and you'd be there to answer the phones and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, I right. typically work uh, Saturday mornings. Uh, you know, I'd run from like uh, 6 a.m. until it was like 6 to six to 12 or 6 to 2 or something. I don't know. Some crazy long hours. And then uh, I, my main shift actually was 7 to midnight, though, running a, uh, a, a radio show. Do you know who Delilah is? Delilah After Dark. Oh yes, I do. Yeah. So I ran <laughs> the people to sleep everywhere. <laughs> I ran the local feed of her show. It all came in through the satellite, and I had to plug in all the local content. So I had to pay attention to all the breaks and see when they were coming. And then I had to, you know, make sure that I potted down and brought the commercials in, and then had to make sure that everything timed right to be able to go back to their programming when she was ready to start talking when they, you know, playing their jingles and that kind of stuff, which is, they give you like a 20 second jingle as they're going to get back into it. So if your stuff ends a little early, you're just playing her jingle in the background. Um, right. As you're, as you're waiting to go back, but just making sure that nothing crashed. And that's, we had a, <laughs> we had this, this box in the rack and it had a bunch of lights on it. And then there was a big red, the, the magnetic sirens, like in the, in the mm-hmm. old seventies uh, uh, cop shows where they, you know, throw the red light up on top of the, on top of the car. We had one of those attached to the top of the rack in the studio. And if anything went bad, um, you would hear a click. And all of a sudden, that light would start, you know, start twirling. Not that much has changed. Is that? (laughs) I mean, it's not not a a spinning strobe. It's just a Gotcha. So, yeah, if anything goes off air or there is dead air for longer than like two seconds, it's like and you're going, "Oh great." Yeah. Well, and then, wrong and it won't let me forget. <laughs> we had this uh we had this bright blue binder that if anything went off the air, we were supposed to grab the binder 
And depending on what the lights said on the rack, it had a list of who to call. So it was like, if it was this light, you called this group of people. <laughs> and if it was this light, you called this group of people. And if all else failed, you tried to get a hold of the engineer. And if he wasn't answering his pager, yes, pager, uh, then you had to you had to actually call the station owner. And you never wanted it to get down to where you were calling the station owner. No. Because that meant there were like 12 people before him that just flat out weren't doing their jobs. Right. And of course, you're the messenger and you get right. shot. Right. So that, How many times did you have to call the manager? Uh, you know, I, I worked there for about three years uh, off and on, and I never ended up having to call the station manager. There was one time where he was working in his office, and um, it was late at night, and he liked to pull odd hours. He, you know, he was kind of a project guy. He loved to do little projects and stuff. And right. uh, I was there doing my show. It was probably 11 o'clock at night, and the satellite feed went down for no reason. And so the light, because we're off the air, the lights, you know, blinking. And it, we always had a short stack of CDs just in case something like that happened that we could, you know, plug in and they were ready to go so we could start playing music. So I start playing music and he, of course, sees the light flashing. So he comes running in and he, you know, rebooted a couple of things. Turned out the problem was on their end. It wasn't even on our end. Uh, it was yeah. nothing that I did, thankfully. To, to cause this problem. That's the one thing you don't want to happen is you don't want to be the reason that the light is blinking. If, if it's something out of your control, no worries, you know, but uh, you don't want to be the reason that the light is blinking. Yeah, the light is blinking because you leaned on the red button. <laughs> or in this case, it's the, it's usually the yellow button. Though, yeah. Right? I mean, the red button is the, is the danger. You're on the air. Don't right. say anything bad. Exactly. So... Totally, totally understand. I totally get where you're, uh, where you're coming from and what you're doing. So, well, yeah. I am. I'm thankful that you have a job, that you have income. That is awesome news, and hopefully, it'll translate <laughs> into something a little more. Now, you said you're going to be doing some um, voice tracking and stuff. What what software do they use for for running the station? You know what company it's made by or anything? I'm just I'm curious. You would ask me that. Of course, uh, I would next, ask you that. Next gen. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, we week. looked at that, but it's expensive. And uh, Station Playlist offered more for less money, so that's why we ended up going with Station Playlist for our stuff. Right. You know, and this one seems to be fairly straightforward, but it, it, it seems more complex than I'm sure it is because you are continuously... You know how when you're sitting in the studio normally, you have the playlist and what's playing in the playlist sitting in front of you. That's right. usually it. Right. Why well, have five of those windows mm. open all the time so that you know that you can see the VU meter hitting on all of them right. to make sure something's happening. Right. Now, what really trips you up is whenever stuff is playing, like there is, uh, you see the network feed and you see the local feed. So whenever the local part plays, you see nothing on the network. Okay. Because that's the spot for local, you know, right. local tags. Yeah, it's dead, so and, there's no reason to send anything. Right, and that's and, he, and luckily the dude warned me. He's like, uh, so if this goes dead for a second or like seven, it's probably the local legal ID. Gotcha. I was like, well, I think I probably would have figured that out, but I'm so pretty glad you told me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. So, yeah, and I get to do some production. I think I'm going to be voicing some commercials and junk like that. Cool. So it'll be good. good it'll be deal. good. I'm pretty excited about it. Good deal. Well, yeah. We've got a little bit of news to talk about, uh, something that you are actually very excited about. Uh, Steve Taylor and the Perfect Foil, uh, right. you know, they're, 